Welcome in to the Gunnersville Broadcast Podcast. This is Joe Cagle. Usually we sit down with the Gunnersville basketball teams, but this week we're going to sit down with the Gunnersville soccer teams. We're going to talk to boys head coach Zach Ross, and we're going to talk to girls head coach Mike Jones. It's a very good conversation with both of these guys. Hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Welcome into the Gunnersville Broadcast Podcast. Usually we're talking about the cats on the basketball court, but today we're going to talk about the cats on the pitch. Uh, we've got Gunnersville Varsity Boys head coach Zach Ross with us, the soccer coach. Been with the soccer team now for, what, seven years, Zach? Yeah, this is my seventh season. Seventh season. That's hard to believe because I remember when um, I-, I was at the Gleam when you came in, and I remember, uh, not to disparage anybody in the past, but that program – it was not much of a program, honestly, before you before you stepped in. What what has made the difference? Yeah, so, sure. Y'all have competed every single year for not not just playoffs. Y'all have competed every year for state championships. Yeah, sure. It's continuity um, of of having the same coach. I mean, there there have been people, uh, there have been coaches in the past that have done a a good job, but have only stayed for a year or two. Um, so there's just constant turnover. I mean, and, and I think in one case they actually had three, technically three coaches in one season. Wow. And, you know, it's just, it's uh, kind of, I've, I've been there, uh, like I said, this is my seventh season, so I've been there and, 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 you know, there's someone that the players kind of know, hey, this guy's in charge. And it, it just, it helps, it helps uh, me be able to lead them and, um, and kind of create a culture uh for our program that that guys can buy into and they know that that's you know that's what's going to be there yeah and uh coming into the preseason this preseason poll has come out Gunnersville boys are ranked number four and to be honest you guys don't return a whole lot and i just think that speaks volumes to, to where the program is to, to be ranked number four um regardless of what they feel like you've got on the roster sure i i, I, I Honestly, that makes me more proud uh, than just about anything, um, because it is it is that ranking is on reputation. I mean, if you if you look at uh, just uh, things on paper, um, you know, you, most people wouldn't think that we would be the number four team in the state just because we've lost so many mm-hmm. players that played a lot of soccer for us, and we are replacing them with talented players. Uh, we've got a lot of talent. But we don't have a lot of experience, so yeah, I think it is a reputation thing, and that makes me proud, you know, as the coach that you know people have noticed. Okay, this is a program that because when when I got here, when I started coaching, uh, it was um, you know four, three, four, five wins a year, mm-hmm. and Gunnersville was an afterthought, and you know the the big teams would only schedule us just so that they'd have a cupcake game on their schedule and now it's now it's honestly it's where you know i got i talked to a coach the other day who was scheduling for a tournament we're in and he said yeah i had so and so in y'all's division but when they saw that y'all were in there they got out they wanted out they wanted another division i was like wow okay times have changed (laughs) yeah i mean no doubt and i mean i've watched it you know for years now this this program just progress and progress and you said something interesting a few days ago when we were talking about the fact that, you know, you've got – usually you've had guys 
in the program for years and years. This year, it's almost like you, like you called it, kind of like a uh, like a blank canvas of a team. Uh, talk a little bit about that, and also just who are some of the guys we need to watch for this year? Okay, sure. Um, we've got uh, you know we've got a number of players that have been in the program for three four years. We've got you know freshmen and sophomores that have been with us since seventh graders and uh since they were seventh graders and so you know we we do have some guys that have been a part of the program but Mm -hmm. um we've actually got uh this is probably a first uh you know we've got a kid ismail hernandez who's probably our most important player um that is uh he's been with us for seven years as a sixth grader he was a manager uh and uh and then seventh grade played varsity you know, all the way until yeah. now. So he's a senior uh, in his seventh year in the program, that's just a, like me. He's been with me the entire time. And that's a fantastic story, too. R- right, right. And he's, uh, you know, he's just an integral, and, and he's, he's the most important player on our team. He plays one of the most important positions. Uh, central uh, midfield uh, kind of controls the game uh, for us. And so he's been around a long time. He's the experience that we'll lean on. Um, you know, we've got what I think to be the best goalkeeper in 5A in the state. Um, he will win us games um, himself. You Jared, know, just by making Jared Boston. A, Jared Boston. Just yeah. making a save here or there. Uh, you know, he's a guy that, that we can lean on to, to make a difference in games. And his, his twin brother, Jacob, um, another leader. I mean, those are the three captains uh, that I appointed this summer. And uh, – and the uh, players have – I'm going to tell them at practice today, I'll let them vote on a captain uh, and um, – or we're actually on two. But uh, for sure, I think it was a unanimous pick, um, Tristan uh, Palacios mm-hmm. from uh, – he's a transfer from Texas. He's come in and, and really bought in to the program, and uh, he'll be a, a like a playmaker for us. He'll, he'll create um, with his passing, his dribbling – and he can also score, um, and he'll be a, a team captain for us as well. So those guys, um, you know, they really uh, um, what, what what you call having a strong spine of your team. You know, you want to make sure that that middle part of your formation is you know uh, the strongest part of your team, and th- that's really our spine. And then we've got a another transfer from Tennessee, from Jackson, Tennessee. His name is uh, Ryan McCartney. And he is. I hope the football coaches don't don't notice him, <laughs> but he is every bit of four or five speed. Like he <laughs> can fly, and uh, he's going to play some at striker and some on the wing for us. And he's another guy who who honestly will probably be a captain as well. Um, that that will really be a difference maker for us. Chris Kennedy's calling me right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Offensive coordinator, Gunnersville. I'm telling you, this this kid. Uh, <laughs> will you put him out on the edge and on a football field and just you know say hut? He is gone. I mean, nobody. We don't have anybody that's even close to as fast as him. Yeah, and Tristan Palacio. I mean, he's got big shoes to fill when it comes to the football field. Sure, coming in for Pablo Rios, who who just graduated. So uh, Tristan is expected to be the uh, place kicker for the football team as well. So. Um, always great. I know, I know. It seems like the last few years, Coach Reese has been able to uh, to come up to the to the soccer field right. and grab a kicker. Will it will it be Walls, Jocelyn, on to uh, who else? You got Pablo Rios. Did, did Pablo play for you? Um, Pablo did. He played JV for us. I and thought he, so. He's not playing this year. But, gotcha. Um, 
but yeah, you know, they've, they've had a number of, uh, uh, soccer players out there. And I, I guess that's typical, you know, you go yeah. to the soccer field and try to find the, the biggest leg. And, For sure. You know, we were playing Fort Payne this weekend and, uh, they have, uh, um, is it McPherson? Uh, it's the, the Florida kicker. Uh-huh. It's his younger brother plays for Fort Payne. I believe he's oh, a wow. junior. And they said he's already been offered by Florida, LSU, and Tennessee. And, boy, you want to talk about a leg? Yeah. That kid, he took a free kick, and he boomed it. I mean, it went, you know, 50 feet in the air and all the way down the field. Uh, so, yeah, go to the soccer field to, to recruit your kickers. Yeah, talk a little bit about that weekend. You guys just played in a referee clinic. The girls did, too. We'll talk to Mike Jones about that coming up. Uh, but, but talk a little bit about the weekend that was and, and what you saw from the team in sure. the first kind of moment of competition. Sure. You know, we uh, it is and it's always getting the rust off there. Mm-hmm. They're, they're small games. Uh, so instead of playing the typical 80-minute game, you know, professional games are 90 minutes. Ours are 80 minutes. Um, those are 50, and in some cases 40 if the, if the clinic's running behind. Um, so you don't see, you know, you don't see how your guys really deal with the fitness um, uh, demands of playing a full game. Uh, but we played our first two games without Ismail, and I told you how important he yeah. was, and it, it really was. We were having to place guys out of position. We have another player out d- due to COVID. We have one with basketball. So probably three starters there that weren't present for us. So we, we were able to beat Scottsboro one to nothing. We hit the crossbar twice in that game. We had a lot of shots. We play them actually tomorrow night, uh, Thursday, um, February 4th at Scottsboro. That'll be our season opener. Um, and then we lost to Southside 3-1. to one. Uh, And then we uh, were able to get Ismail back from indoor track and when he came in, we were leading Fort Payne, who's number one in 6A, up until about 15 minutes to go in the game. And they scored two goals. I think our uh, defense got a little tired, and we let them through a few times, and they scored, and they beat us 2-1. to one. But that was, a, I thought, a good showing. Some people would look at it and say two, two losses out of three. But like I said, we're playing uh, with, without a full roster, and, uh, you know, we'll – when, with Ismail in there, you could kind of see in that Fort Payne game, especially that first mm-hmm. half, you know, how good we can actually be if we're playing well. Yeah, and Thursday the 4th, first game of the year, correct, at yes. Scottsboro. Yep, girls will play, and then us. Um, and Scottsboro always, they're well coached. Their, their head coach, Patrick Laney, is, um, was coach of the year for the girls last year. Um, he coaches boys and girls. There's someone that helps them out on the boys' side, and I'm not – sure quite of what his name is but uh um you know they're well coached they're organized they play hard and we're excited i mean we're, we're excited this is kind of funny but uh, as many years as i've been coaching i don't think we've ever played a game scheduled to open the season it, we've always had weather yeah um or the fields have just been so soaked that we couldn't play yep or there's always been some reason i think one uh, scottsboro's coach uh, laney was telling me that uh uh their one of their 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 program's first game ever uh the other team canceled on them last minute so <laughs> he's like he's like this is the first time ever we've been oh actually gosh. able to play so hopefully there's supposed to be a little bit of rain in the forecast thursday night hopefully that'll kind of uh, stay away and we can uh, we can we can play that game cuz we're looking forward to it. You, you know when you when you run and you do all the stuff we do in the off season for so many months, yeah. And you finally get to that begin. You just want to play. Yeah, you just want to sure. play someone else. We played each other so much. Mm-hmm. We just want to play a game, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. COVID and injuries aside, 
what's the potential for this team? I mean, our, our expectations, um, I'm kind of like Nate Oates when I, when I talk about expectations for my team, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like sugarcoat it or, or coach speak it. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I think that we should win the area championship. I think that we, we have the talent to do so. Um, if they all buy in, I think that's, that's always the goal for our program and we've done it every single year, but one, um, while I've been the coach and even that year we lost on penalty kick. So we were right there. Um, and uh, so that's that's my expectations. I think that's the team's expectations, uh, certainly to make the playoffs. But we have a tough area. We have a much tougher area than what we've had in years past. We have uh, Boaz and Crossful. They're both uh, two good sides. Um, and uh, Douglas and Cherokee County. And I tell you, you go to Douglas on a Tuesday or Thursday night, and mm -hmm. those boys are fired up and ready to play. It's not going to be an easy, yeah. uh, an easy game. So – um, our area is tough, but that, those are the expectations. And to me, if you're a coach or player, that's always what your expectations should be. And we're, we've moved out of the Huntsville region now. We're in the, um, I guess it's kind of more of a north central Alabama region. So I personally think it, whoever wins our area is going to probably have the, the be the favorite to win the region and go to the Final Four. So hopefully, uh, hopefully our players could get that done and see just just how close they are. But and the the uh, margins are so thin, Joe, and in, mm -hmm. in, in soccer and in boys soccer. Yeah, you can. My, my, the best team that I ever had, talent wise, did not win the area. They lost on penalty kicks. I remember that. <laughs> so I mean, in that team, I put that team up against anybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, we could have beaten Mountain Brook and teams like that in the state. We we beat Briarwood six to nothing that year. Uh, but then we lose on PKs. Uh, you know, call or two doesn't go your way or ball doesn't bounce right way or whatever. Um, and then now you're looking at COVID and, uh, you know, already a thin and experienced roster. You just never know. But those are the expectations, and that's what we're going to be striving for. Good deal, Coach. We appreciate it. And um, obviously we'll visit again here soon. Absolutely. And, you know, when, when you talk to Mike, make sure that you ask him about – his uh, new star goalkeeper that he had in the scrimmage yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was a point of conversation when I talked to Mike last week, so we're definitely going to touch on that too. All right. We're going to talk with uh, girls varsity head coach Mike Jones in just a second. And now we're joined by Gunnersville Varsity Girls head coach Mike Jones. Coach, uh, first thing I wanted to ask you, what year are you in now of coaching the girls? Well, I've been associated with the program for a long time. Yeah. I've probably been actually coaching for about 15 years. Yeah, I figured so. And head coach for what now? Uh, I think I'm going into the seventh year. Seventh year. Yeah. yeah that's kind of what I thought too. So, nice run. You guys have had, obviously, a ton of success. And, you know, this year even – I think it speaks to the success that you guys have had by being you're ranked number two in the preseason, and you've said it yourself, you're not returning a whole lot. So just talk about that and then also this team coming up this year. Okay, well, uh, anyway, thanks, Joe, for having us in. Yeah. Uh, so I think that relates to what you were talking about earlier. You know, we have had a lot of success. Uh, since 2008, we had three state championships and two state runner-ups. We were – we go to the Final Four something like 13 out of the last 16 years. Uh, so we have had a lot of success, and I think that has a lot to do with it as well. 
And also what had to do with that high ranking this year was mm -hmm. the fact that uh, last year we may have had the best team we've ever had yeah. that got COVID out, you know, mm -hmm. after about eight games. And people that had seen us were very impressed with us, and I'm sure they were thinking that a lot of them might be coming back. But we actually lost just about every player on the team except for maybe three uh, yeah. starters. So a very young team this year, and I think the number two ranking relates to that. Yeah, and I mean, some of those uh, players that you lost, you know, Carly Sims, Aubrey Hanner, I mean, some some pretty key pieces. So, you know, looking to this year, who are some of the uh, who are some of the girls that are out to, to uh, try and fill those shoes? Yeah, uh, very good point. So uh, Aubrey Hanner, uh, as you, I'm sure you know you had in the paper, I believe, that uh, she actually ended the season tied. When the season ended, she was tied for career goals at Gunnersville High School. Yes. So you have your career goal score there. Mm -hmm. And then Carly Sims was the leading assist. So they worked hand in hand together. Yeah. So the yep. assist and the – and they were there together for several years, so it worked real well for both of them. Of course, I had Abigail Gaston, Kate Tully, uh, Kendall Moore. You just had uh, uh, Emily Jones was our keeper. She's gone, so I've I've lost I've lost just about everybody that uh, I had had for several years there. Mm -hmm. Kendall Moore actually scored one of our state championship goals to win our state one of our state championships. Yep. So. Uh, so it was really nice to uh, to see her with that success at such a young age. So now I've got a bunch of kids that age again, and I've got some very good returning players. Uh, Sarah Wright, I'm looking forward to to stepping up and taking a leadership role, and definitely she's one of my best all-time players at Gunnersville as well. Uh, she could get her a college scholarship, but I think she's like – a lot of my other kids, they just want to go to Auburn or Alabama, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it works out that way sometimes. Yeah, and, you know, going back to that point you just made about, um, you know, also having to replace goalkeeper, um, you know, what are you looking at at that position right now? Uh, I know you've had a few practices, and actually you guys had a, a scrimmage over the weekend. So I guess just talk a little bit about where you are right now with, with replacing the keeper. Yeah, you know, your keeper's kind of like your quarterback. You know, mm -hmm. when you lose your quarterback uh, for a season, that uh, after the season's over and you're replacing that, it's very critical. So, you know, Emily Jones was a junior, but she actually finished early and went on to college a after her junior year, and she was our keeper for several years. Very, very good keeper, mm -hmm. very great kid. So I'm having to replace – I wasn't ready to replace her. You yeah. know, I was hoping I had one more year with her. And uh, now I've got several others that are – uh, trying to win the position, so we'll see how that works out. It's gonna ever who plays will have never played a varsity soccer game before, uh, so it's going to be interesting to see. Now I do have a player I could put back there, but I lost so much off the field last year. Mm -hmm. I don't want to take her off the field to to put back in keeper. She's been a backup keeper for us, Meg Walker. So uh, she and she'd be really good back there, but I need field players. Yeah, and you've told me uh, before. That uh, you know, a lot of a lot of the players in the field this year that you're going to have are either playing their their first varsity competition or they're playing their first position that they're playing. Uh, so I guess how has that gone in preseason so far? These practices, getting people acclimated to not only the game but maybe a new position. Yeah, and I've already seen it this year in practice. It's going to be uh, uh, on the job training for mm -hmm. sure this year. We're going to have. 
a lot to learn, and the only way to learn a lot about playing soccer is to get out there and experience it. And, and it's hard to re replicate anything in practice like it will be in a game. So it's going to be tough on some players this year. We're going to take some hard knocks, I imagine. Uh, but hopefully by the end of the year, we're in good position in the playoffs, and maybe we can make a run to the Final Four. And, you know, if, then who knows when you get to the Final Four what can happen. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, you know, over the weekend, um, you, you your team went and participated in a, a referee's clinic. So just talk a little bit about that. What did you see from your team with first kind of competition against somebody in another jersey? Yeah, it was it was. I, have, I told the kids this after we played. I said, y'all are actually better than I was thinking y'all were going to mm -hmm. be. And, and although we still have a long way to go, we, you know, as far as learning. And we had a few players missing as well. So uh, I was very excited with what I saw over there. But we've got a ways to go to win a state championship. I'll just say that. What is this I hear about boys uh – Boys head coach Zach Ross playing some keeper for you over the weekend. <laughs> well, let me tell you, Zach, when I seen him out, so let me, a little story on Zach. So I've been with the program a long time, and at some point I got kind of in charge of recruiting the boys coach every year. They would ask me who I could mm -hmm. get to coach the boys team. And I went through several. So one uh, day I happened out there, and Zach's out there scrimmaging with all the boys team. I don't know, uh, one of the, coaches had told him to come out and he was loving it he was eating it up he you know he was running up and down the field and everything so I seen how much he loved it and I asked him if he would be interested in doing the boys team and he did he said yes yeah, sure and since then he has done such an outstanding job with yeah. the boys and one of the reasons he's done so good is because he loves it and mm -hmm. so <laughs> he does yeah and uh, he's doing a great job with them he they're lucky to have him and he's doing a great job and it's really good with those kids but the other day when we had a scrimmage with scrimmage and the boys jv team my girls team was my keeper was gone so i asked him to play keeper and he didn't hesitate <laughs> at all <laughs> they get anything past him did they get anything past him you know what? They didn't. He actually made one of the most amazing saves. I wish you had a video of that to put on. Uh, he probably he, had somebody secret, it secretly. It was an ESPN save. It was off a corner kick, and it was covering. I it love was, it. It was going to far post on the back, curving right into gold, and he done a jumping one-handed punch. <laughs> and to tell you the truth, I couldn't believe it when I seen it. I couldn't believe he could do that. But I love it. I love anyway. it. Anyway. Both of y'all make – um, make both programs so much better and so so much fun to cover. So it's it's been it's been a pleasure to cover y'all these past few years that I've I've been able to do it. Um, you know, and and going into the season, you know, like I asked Zach, COVID and injuries aside, uh, what can this team accomplish this year? You know, I really think we got a good shot at making the, the final four. Mm -hmm. Looking at our crossover area, that's very critical. You know, who do you have to play to get there? Do you have to go through one of the strongest teams in the state to get there? Mm -hmm. And usually that would, you know, be a big hurdle. But it looks like we've got a good draw this time in the in our in our areas and region stuff. And uh, I think the final four is possible. And I've gone over there before. The final four were probably not the strongest team played defense and been fortunate enough to come out with a very, very close win. Sure. Yeah, and, you know, you got to start tomorrow. You know, you start – well, depending – we're recording this on a, on Wednesday the 3rd. 
and you guys start on Thursday the fourth. You travel to Scottsboro. Scottsboro is always a tough program, isn't it? Yeah, they're uh, they're a building program. They mm-hmm. haven't. Uh, they've been you know uh, struggling over the years with uh, probably coaches as well. Now mm-hmm. they got a really good guy there that's taking the program under their wing, and he's really interested in it. And and uh, we look forward to going over there with our first game and uh, just seeing where we stand. Good deal, Coach. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate sitting down with you and Zach ahead of the season. And uh, we'll visit again. I I promise you that. Um, Probably next week. Sound good? Yeah, let's do it. Sounds good. Thanks, Coach. Thank you.